What's up, everybody, and welcome in to episode eight, season two, episode eight of Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. We got a lot to go over from last week's football wild card weekend and what to expect for the week coming up. So, without further ado, let's get this show started. And again, welcome into the latest episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. So I just want to start off by saying football, this is literally the most exciting time ever for all of us football fans out here. But it's also depressing because it means we only have a few we only have a few more weeks left. And I'm not I'm really not feeling it like I know we can't get football all year around simply because I mean it's a physical sport like who's gonna last that long but man like I don't know I feel like I'm tearing up right now like I have to wipe my eye for some odd reason just thinking about after the Super Bowl or really after the draft but for me it's really after the Super Bowl the draft is all fun and games but it's only fun for next season it doesn't do anything for me now so I guess you know what let me start because the show is going to be power packed with everything from last week's um NF I mean well NFC and AFC but the NFL wild card weekend ended on Monday phenomenal game versus uh Rams versus the um Cardinals we'll get into that but let's start with some Pistons talk (laughs) y'all okay last week I believe I mentioned about the trade with Bobo um, from Denver, it fell through. He failed his um, he failed his physical with the medical staff with this piston. So no trade, no deal. Now some people was a little bit, you know, um, sad about it. Like, oh, he could have been our uh, big man. We need a big man, which we do need a big man, but it won't be Bobo. Now. Ironically, that trade going through or falling through put the Pistons at the one team. This is the third time a trade or something did not go through for the team. But this is the one time that it really worked in the Pistons' um, favor because he needs surgery. He got to have foot surgery. So that medical staff knew what they were doing. It would have been awful. We would have got him over here for, what, a few days? Like, that was supposed to go through last week, so we would have got a few days, and boom. Now here goes surgery. Sad, sad, sad. I mean, we wish him the best. I don't know what other team may be looking and maybe interested in him next season, but it won't be the Pistons. Um, Now, I don't know why Kay Cunningham was ejected over the weekend he did a nice reverse dunk, pointed to the Suns bench, and boom, he out of the game for the rest of the game. Now, if I recall the king of basketball, well, y'all's king of basketball, some of y'all's king, LeBron James, is always out here trash talking, pointing, doing something. And you barely see him get ejected. I only seen LeBron get ejected from when – 
he punched um, Isaiah Stewart in the face. And I swear they probably didn't even really want to eject him. He got a little fine and all of that, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe the NBA's hands was tied behind their back. They had to do it. But, I mean, where's the fairness? He wasn't even pointing at the player. It wasn't nothing like that. And now you putting him out the game? Like, I don't know. The NBA is such a soft sport to me. It it really used to be physical when I feel like they had the short shorts and the tube socks. <laughs> like, the longer them shorts get, the more weak the game get. <coughs> Excuse me. My bad, y'all. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that. Like. I feel like the Pistons, we really, I don't know. They, I don't know. They doing all right, but we need something. Like, and it's looking like we're going to have Jeremy Grant. We're going to miss that deadline to trade him. So, I I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I'm really just here to watch football until the season is over, and then I guess I'll get more deep off into basketball. But at this very moment, it doesn't look like I want to watch much of the team, I guess, if I'm going to be honest. Right now, I'm, I really still like watching Golden State. Golden State is cool. Um, hopefully Draymond Green's injury isn't that bad. I was watching it last week. He was out for injury. Got injured in the game. I mean, don't have an update on that, so I do apologize for you guys. I'm just letting you know from my standpoint on what I like in basketball. But let's go on and get to my favorite sport, which is football. Um, I just I'm gonna just start off by congratulating Matthew Stafford. Stafford did finally win his first playoff game. He is one. For three in the playoffs now. Um, actually, him and Odell Beckham Jr. So, And with the Cardinals locking up Cooper Cup like they did, like basically took him out of the game, double-teamed him so hard. Uh, Beckham Jr. was really his target in um, Higby, the tight end. Actually, I mean, target, he really didn't even throw the ball. What did he throw the ball like 17 times? The running game was amazing. Really, what we saw yesterday, um, yes, Monday, was Matthew Stafford, I mean, not Matthew Stafford, but Cam Akers really was a powerhouse or is a powerhouse for that run game. I'm not saying taking anything from Sony Michelle, but my God. Whew, that Cam Akers, man. It's like he he was finding holes. I I don't even know. Like just looking at the game as a as a fan, you know, as a spectator, and to be able to come back and talk about it for the show, I'm like, my, 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 like, we missed you. And, and, and what's crazy is he he hurt himself. He was injured, I believe it was in June or July, before the season even started. Immediately the team uh, picked up Sony Michelle, but they didn't even think he was coming back. Like, when Derrick Henry injured himself, it was like, okay, well, he'll be back for the playoffs. They didn't even know Cam Akers would be back, and 
man, like, I don't know. They need him. They definitely need him. You know what? The Cam Akers that played yesterday could have been the same Cam Akers that played that game last week against the 49ers because, whew, whew, man, oh, man, oh, man. It's like, I mean, okay, so Kyler Murray, he playing, you know, in the playoffs, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, a lot of this stuff was, you know, big for everybody. Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, on both sides of the ball, you know, both teams needed that win, especially this playoff win. Well, Sean McVay, he's been to the big game, <clears throat> excuse me, with Jared Goff, but they mortgaged everything. Like, they they literally have been mortgaging their future, um, their team's future since I believe they went to the Super Bowl that year. I don't know. And then it was phenomenal to see the defense finally wake up. Like, I don't know if they – They've been waiting for the playoffs. Like, oh, we're going to the playoffs anyway. We'll wait. I'm not sure. I'm I'm really – I don't know. But the defense, Aaron Donald, um, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, you know, the power that they have on that line and, and somewhat in the secondary, it was amazing to just watch, you know, you know, yesterday, period. Like, I don't know. The, the one thing in the game – that sucked for me on the Rams side defensively was um, when Aaron Donald was trying to fight. I can't think of it. I think it was Mitchell. Why is Aaron Donald always trying to fight? Like, it, it's not a game if Aaron Donald's not grabbing somebody's face mask or trying to choke them out. Like, what? what's going on here in the NFL, and why is he – um, continuing to be allowed to do this, like what? Um, y'all, I don't know. Um, I'm, I, they threw the flags, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct, blah blah blah. But why isn't he ejected? Like you, literally, right in front of the officials, you know, and you trying to choke this man out, hit him in the face, or. Uh-uh, Aaron Donald, he needs some kind of therapy, for real. Y'all know, remember, in the offseason last year, he beat somebody up in the bar, beat him up bad. You know, I don't know. The man got some kind of anger issues. But I do want to say Buda Baker, he got carted off. It looked horrible. I mean, my God, that hit. Oof. And Cam Akers felt so bad because it's a game. We trash talk. We do this, blah, blah, blah. He didn't know at that time after the play that Buda Baker was like down, down. And the team, you know, was so upset to see him trash talk like that, which could have been very well been a taunting call. So I'm not even going to say he couldn't have got a flag for that because it seemed like they would have flagged another team or Something else. It's just the NFL have been kind of soft on, like, taunting and stuff like that this year, too. You know, you can't talk too much junk. But furthermore, um, he had to be carted off, went to the hospital, tweeted this morning he is doing fine. Um, they said before the game ended that he was able to move all his muscles. He, You know, he had the feeling and everything, so it's just good 
to know that the injury is not as bad as it looked on the field. So I don't know. Other than that, the Cardinals sucked. I expected the Cardinals to suck, though, just to be honest, not to say, oh, Matthew Stafford had an easy game, but I've said it in the show before. I've probably wrote it on social media and said it in conversations with my friends. The Cardinals this season looks a lot like the Steelers of last season. They started off hot, ended really cold, ice cold, burr. Like, and it's it, not to take anything away from, you know, the Rams and Stafford and what they put together, but it was just like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I did not expect much from the Cardinals. I just didn't, you know. Injuries and all that. Eh, they had J.J. Watt back. He made a little bit of noise, but, you know, I don't know. Now, do the Cardinals break up with Cliff Kingsbury? Maybe. You know, I don't know. The way the coaches is being fired in the NFL this season, almost every team going to need a new coach, to be honest. But who knows? I'm just happy, you know, finally Matthew Stafford got what he's been working for 13 seasons. It's like 13 seasons, excuse me. Y'all know I'm still sick. Well, I'm not still sick, but the lingering effects of COVID is real. Like, I get out of breath sometimes just talking. Out of nowhere, I might just have to cough, like the dry cough or whatever they say you get. Ugh, my God. But anywho, um, yeah, uh, I the dumbest play of the whole night, which really pissed me off and made me want to cut the TV off, cut the game off, was when this man didn't want to take that safety in the end zone. So you rather give the team six, well, seven points with the point after instead of taking two? Like, no. And and I know Kyler Murray knew it was nobody to throw that ball to, so you throwing it away would have been throwing it out of bounds. That's not what he did. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I don't know. Congratulations to the Rams. It's working out for them. Sean McVay is getting what he wanted. Matthew Stafford is getting what he wanted. Stafford was traded to win a division, win the playoffs, and get them to the Super Bowl. And it's looking like he's doing it. You know, first time, like I said, in 13 seasons, division winner, playoff winner. And I'm 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 happy. You know, I'm happy for Stafford. Not so happy for Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? When he was here, it wasn't good. But what it shows is that, you know, his coaching, you know, one player is not the team. It takes me back to the point I made last week about Antonio Brown when he was talking that mess about Tom Brady. Oh, he not the team. Like, no, he's a quarterback. He's a big part of the team, but he's not the whole team. And it's proven yesterday with the Rams and Matthew Stafford because Sean McVay, um, is it Les Snead, the general manager, they were able to do things and take Matthew Stafford to higher heights than the Lions was able to in 12 seasons. So congratulations. Now, moving on to 
My favorite game of the weekend. Now, I know this is going to sound childish, but I loved, loved, loved the Nickelodeon game, the 49ers versus the um, Cowboys. Last year, I was so entertained with the Saints and the Bears on Nickelodeon. I just wanted, couldn't wait for the game this year. It was better, more slime, the slime monsters, all of that. I was super excited. Super mad that um, Debo Samuel didn't win the the MVP, but y'all, I mean, it's a fan, it's a fan um, award. Last year they gave it to Mitchell Trubisky. Why uh, he they didn't even win? This year was Dak Prescott. Furthermore, let's talk about the game. The 49ers did what the 49ers needed to do. I literally was on pins and needles like all week leading up to the game. Like, I hope the 49ers win. I really don't want to go for the Cowboys. Well, I wasn't going for the Cowboys anyway, but I didn't want them to win, like, at all. Um, Which is sad because they're in, like, a 20-year, maybe over 20 years now, drought of, like, not being able to win these big games. And, I mean, hey, it's just. It is what it is. Now, they probably going to get rid of Mike McCarthy because of that last play. If not anything, that last play, we 13 seconds. Dallas was literally driving down looking like they was going to either tie the game um, with the touchdown or depending on how many seconds they could have gotten that end zone, one, one point over with the um, extra point kick. Y'all, 13 seconds. They've been playing the edge. I mean, the defense was covering the edge, so they wouldn't, because Dallas had no timeouts by the time they got the ball back. So they was throwing it out on the outside, getting out of bounds to stop the clock. Why this fool, who, what, whoever called the quarterback draw? Dak Prescott, he run, he, he, instead of him just getting first down yardage, going down, maybe they would have had a few seconds to try to end zone. He keep on running. They got to get set, spike the ball. Instead of him trying to get set the correct way, this fool going to pass the ball to the lineman, and then they going to spot the ball <laughs> so they can um, spike it. Well, no, 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 no. You still got to give it to the referee. You can't just spot the ball. Nobody's just – in that case, everybody going to spot it a yard. Or, no, that's not how this works. So they want to blame the refs. Oh, the ref was in the way. No, he had to do his job, too. We all got a job to do. So, unfortunately, they were out of time. You know, unfortunately for them, not for me. What was really not idea about that was the fans throwing cups and drinks and stuff onto the field and, you know, throwing it at the players and the referees and stuff. Like, you know what? Now... To be honest, they need to look at that video like they was looking at the people on the Capitol when they did all of that stuff, the insurrection last year. And they need to ban these people from stadiums and stuff because that is not right. Like, you have have to have, you have got to have some class, excuse me. Throwing stuff that, I mean, anywhere, not just games and all of that, but that is trifling and that is dirty like you don't want nobody throwing a drink on you especially during COVID like this that's the kind of stuff that I don't even understand what makes people think to do things like that like ew (laughs) I mean 
yuck. Like, because your team, the teams lose. It was, you, you knew it was going to be an opportunity. It wasn't like the 49ers suck. I mean, they literally have Debo Samuel. He can play all positions, <laughs> running back, wide receiver, hell, tight end too. So, I mean, I don't know. And then Trayvon Diggs, Trayvon Diggs have been such a staple on the team all year, you know getting the interceptions and stuff like that. I don't even know if he played. <laughs> like, I, it was so quiet. They had a few, you know, catches to Coop. I, you know, I was just happy. <laughs> my The team I wanted to win won. I don't mind having the bias on my show. It is Sports Talk with Whitney B. Um... And I, I actually, I think I've been doing good with my bias this since starting my show because I actually enjoyed watching Michigan State football um, and the Packers, the Green Bay Packers. So I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, congratulations to the Bills. I read this week that the Bills played... The first perfect game in NFL history. They didn't punt the ball, no turnovers, no field goals. They completely defeated the Patriots. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it had to be a payback from that last game. I believe, what was it? It was a Monday night or a Thursday night game. It was windy. The Patriots, they ran all over the Bills. They really couldn't throw the ball that well because of the win, but... They definitely paid them back. I mean, you when you look at it, the rookie, <clears throat> the rookie quarterback, he did what he could do. He basically did everything he could. It just wasn't enough. But the Patriots did have a, a great season, especially for this to be his first season coming out of Alabama. Took over the starting position from um, Cam Newton and made it to the playoffs. Like, con- congratulations. <laughs> I don't think anything is going to be happening with Bill Belichick's job. He'll probably leave the Patriots in retirement. I don't think he'll ever be fired um, from the organization. But Josh Allen, he he is something. You know, you know what? <laughs> the best play of the game to me was the um, turnover in the end zone. I believe it was Micah Hyde. I don't even know how he caught that ball like that he whew, my god like i can see it playing in my head right now um the quarterback I, name just went we mac jones mac jones threw the ball it was a deep ball would have been in the end zone probably would have made his target and boom here he come out of nowhere and caught that ball it didn't even look like he was looking for it. it's I mean, listen, that probably is going to go down as one of the best plays in NFL history to me. To me. I'm not speaking for anybody else, but to me, perfect. Like, man, perfect. Like, whoa. I had to rewind. Me and my husband, we was looking at each other so shocked. Like, oh, my God. Um, Stefan Diggs, he did what he do. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, the Bills really, 
the AFC to me is is going to be tricky going forward. You know, I'm I'm not going to skip over the Bengals and the Raiders game, but between the Bills, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Titans, it's it's questionable. It's really questionable. I personally believe that the Bengals could beat the Chiefs, but they have to go through the Titans, which I believe they can beat them too. Um, but the Bills, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, let me just get to it. The Bengals and the Raiders game was phenomenal. I, I, I knew Cincinnati had it. The Raiders, I knew it would be close, but they couldn't deal with it. Joe Burrow, he, you know, I think he has something to prove over there, really. And taking the team to the playoffs, winning their first playoff game and how long, it, it's got to be a great feeling for not only Joe Burrow but the whole team. But, man, oh, man, like that game was amazing, and everybody want to talk about the questionable um, touchdown pass with the whistle and all of that. Like, yeah, in real time, it was a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? You can We can watch the playback and all of that, but what we, we got to realize is that they're playing on the field in real time. We're watching in real time. So whatever happens, it's up to the officiating staff and, you know, the people on the field to be able to – you know, catch that. How many times, let's take away that play, the the whistle or whatever. How many times do we watch the game and the referees are blowing a whistle to, to blow a play dead and they're still playing because they don't hear the whistle? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't personally feel like, oh, they cheated for them or it was whatever. I mean, it was kind of same time. It was like whistle pass, same same time, it wasn't like, oh, he blew the whistle, and then two seconds later, here go a, you know, a touchdown. It was kind of simultaneous, you know, on my, from what I saw. So, I I think the Bengals are really a team to watch, you know. The Chiefs are good. They started off horrible, but I think that the Patriots, I mean, I think that the Bengals could be, definitely beat the Chiefs. I do. I do. Um, do I think the Bills could beat the Chiefs? Yes, I do. Like, but, uh, the, the, and to me right now, it's looking like the AFC is going to be a lot harder to go through than the NFC. Um, the Bucks game with the Eagles, I mean, was it really a game or was it practice for the Eagles? I mean, I... I don't know. That game and the Chiefs game versus the Steelers, it's like, what did we expect? Now, I did expect a little bit more from the Eagles than I did from the Steelers. They they seem to stick with the run game, which wasn't really working for them too much. But, hey, I mean, they they lost. They, they lost. The Steelers lost to, I mean, Big Ben is, is a wrap. I, you, but to be honest, I don't even think the Steelers thought they were going to win, or at least the quarterback didn't. You know, last week he was talking about we the out of the fourteen teams, we number fourteen. We gonna go out there and have some fun. So hopefully they have fun, and this is just it for them. But next week you got the Rams at the Bucks, the Forty ers at the Packers, the Bengals at the Titans, the Bills at the Chiefs. 
I think, again, the AFC is going to be harder. I don't know. If I had to... See, it's hard. Like, I don't... I like Super Bowl predictions, but it's... I don't think the Rams will pull it off against the Bucks, Even though they won the first matchup in the beginning of the season, it was a different team. The Bucks is a different team now, again, anyway, without AB. But um, one thing Tom Brady can do is figure it out, especially in the playoffs, especially when his back's against the wall. Yes, Matthew Stafford did win that game, so he's going to be on a high and I feel like he feels that he has a lot to prove. And they probably feel like, oh, well, we already beat the Bucks. But that's going to be a hard game. It's going to be a fun game, and it's in Florida. So, I don't know. <laughs> One thing I can say, I don't know if them Rams fans, the fans travel either because I even Kelly Stafford said it. The SoFi Stadium is like an away team all the time. I mean, I went to the Lions game. And it seemed that we were more hype in the stands and uh, in SoFi than the, the Rams fans. And the 49ers game seemed to be loud. It just seems like and, – and I feel like maybe it's because this stadium is new. People want to travel to see it, get the experience. Beautiful stadium. Hated the food. Um, But uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for Matthew Stafford at that game. The 49ers beating the Packers, eh, I don't think so. Both games could go either way. I think it would be funny if um, the NFC title game would be between the Rams and the 49ers. Again, we see, you know, who going to take it? The, the 49ers won both this week. I mean, this season could be number three, but honestly – I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Packers again for the NFC um, championship. And to be honest, I feel like Aaron Rodgers just might go all the way. To be, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to throw that out there. This might be the year Aaron Rodgers takes his team back to the um, Super Bowl. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot for Aaron I think he got a lot more to prove this season, and he's proved it. He's done well. He's he's definitely proven himself. Um, I don't see either the Bucks or the Packers, but I think it might be the Packers in this one. When it comes to the AFC, y'all, if I had to just say this weekend's game, I definitely think the Bengals can beat the Titans. Even with Derrick Henry coming back, running all over them, I might think that they're going to have an answer for Derrick Henry. It's just the man is so big and powerful. It's like he drags the people with him down the field. Um, So that just may be a factor in the game. When it comes to the Bills and the Chiefs, I'm definitely saying I think the Bills will take this one home. I think Josh Allen is coming for that payback. Not only that, but they just seem more focused to me. They just seem more hungry for it. I'm, I'm not really convinced with the Chiefs. I'm not. Um, I mean, but good luck for next season. Uh, I just, 
I don't know. And if the Bills play like they played last week against the Patriots, I mean, whew, we don't, we'll see. But I, I don't think the Chiefs is going to make it. Coming out of the AFC, I think it'll be either the Bengals or the Bills. I do. If I had to put my prediction on it today, guys, I think it'll be Packers versus Bills. I'm looking up at my board right now. I'm just really looking at the matchups and everything. And I, if I had to put a Super Bowl prediction in right now, I think it would be Packers versus Bills. AFC Championship game will be Bengals versus Bills. Bengals, Bengals. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Um, versus Bills. And I think the Bills will come out with it. Um. But it could be the Bengals. It's either going to be Packers versus Bengals or Bills versus uh, Packers. And I think that's that's about as good as I can get. (laughs) Like, I'm for real. And I wouldn't even be mad if the Rams beat the Bucks, but they won't beat the Packers. So, or the 49ers, in my opinion. It it hasn't worked through the season. I love Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm wishing well. He's not such a choke artist to people anymore. Still a turnover machine. But it's Matthew Stafford. This is what he did in Detroit. Choked and turned the ball over. He always had good stats. People always, you know, he, what did they say? Empty stats. Like, it's just, he had the stats that just didn't take him anywhere. And to me, that's the season he has. He, even though he played in the hardest division in football, it's still like mid to me, you know. I'm I'm not gonna change my opinion on Matthew Stafford at all. But I'm I'm happy for him. I, that I am. But I don't if if they did beat the Bucks, I definitely don't think they'll beat the 49ers or the Packers to get to the big game. But congratulations to get for getting this far, Matthew. <laughs> So, y'all, that is the show for today. I do appreciate everybody for staying on this train with me, especially when I'm going through these technical difficulties and trying to figure out what is my best move from here with um, the show, how we're going to do it and get things done. I'm not going to change the time and the day. It still will be on Tuesdays. I don't know um, if I'm going to go back to live, or I probably will go back to live, but I'm just trying to work out my platform since I had to um, end my last platform due to the technical difficulties from last week, which almost deterred me from doing the show completely, y'all. So I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, guys. And please let me comment and let me know what you think about um, the Super Bowl. Who do you think will get there? What did you think about last week's games? Also, you can also write and comment. Um send me a message about you um, possibly getting on the show. I am going to work on a draft episode this um, season as well. Last season's draft episode was fine and fun. Thank you again, Richard Bryan, former uh, player for the Patriots. He come out of Ohio State as well. That was a very fun episode. So I am going to put together a draft episode, get all of that information out to you guys. So please, please, please comment. Um, like and share the videos too on YouTube and share the links. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple, we want to get this show out there more, reach more people. 
and everything. I do appreciate all of you, my loyal followers, my loyal listeners, and just everybody who rock with me, Winnie B. Um, I'm excited as always, and I'm out. (laughs) 